During your college years, you will find yourself faced with a lot of change and a lot of challenges. We've covered some of these already in previous episodes, like trying to pick a major, balancing home and school, or managing your fears. But there's also opportunities at college that can make you realize just how awesome college life can be, especially if you get involved with all college has to offer. On this episode of the Finding Your Place podcast, we explore one of the most important aspects of the college experience, getting involved outside of the classroom. Outside the classroom activities can help you build a resume and build a professional life. And they're often fun and stress relieving. We'll start this episode with an audio essay from producer Emily Albright. That's me. Emily's path might be quite different from yours, but we hope all of you can find some of your story in her story. The car ride to college was a long one. I sat in the back, quiet, thinking too much. My anxiety was at an all-time high, but still, I think there was some positive anticipation inside of me, an underlying feeling of excitement to start something new, college. Once I got there, everywhere I went, I heard things like, get involved on campus, meet new friends, find your passion. Good advice, I suppose, but how was I actually supposed to do those things? I spent hours by myself in my room. I would sit on my phone, scrolling through Facebook and Instagram, seeing photos of students having fun on campus, but I felt too afraid to try to become a part of it. Those lonely hours turned into days of either feeling hollow or full of self-doubt. I made a lot of excuses. I would say, oh, I'm just trying to figure out my schoolwork first, or yeah, I thought about joining, but maybe next semester. my second semester, I finally grew tired of feeling so empty and alone. There was this one group on campus that advertised itself a lot. I'd see their flashy posters inviting everyone to come to their weekly meetings on Tuesdays at 4. It seemed like a fun club, so I decided I'd try to get involved with them. I woke up that next Tuesday, and I felt excited. Sure, I was a little nervous, but I had finally mustered up some courage, and I was ready to go. I walked in about 10 minutes early. I walked up to one of the people that looked like they were leading the group, and I introduced myself. I received a simple greeting back and was instructed to sign my name on a sheet of paper and take a seat. So I sat, nervous but eager to finally start making connections. As more people came into the room, I watched as they filled tables and carried conversations as if they were all best friends. The meeting started and still no one had sat by me. I spent most of the meeting confused about what they were talking about and feeling awkward, wanting to leave as soon as I could. My mind flooded with these toxic thoughts. Should I have sat at a different table? Did I do something wrong? Maybe someone else will walk in late and sit by me. Why did I even come? This was worse than being alone in my room. I left the meeting that day feeling more hopeless than ever. I tried. I had finally done what I needed to do, and it didn't work. For a while, I even thought, maybe I chose the wrong school, and I considered my options for transferring. I decided I need to give myself one more chance. There are over 200 clubs at my school. 
Maybe that first one just wasn't for me. One day, after a few hours of self-encouragement and drafting, I hit the send button on an email to the president of the student ambassadors organization at my college campus. After only a few minutes, I heard my email chime go off and I read the response. Emily, it's awesome to hear that you're interested in student ambassadors. You should definitely come check us out at our next meeting. I could tell you about how anxious I was thinking about having to find the room the meeting was in, or how fast my heart was beating when I finally found it and had to walk into a room full of strangers, or how my hands were shaking when I had to introduce myself in front of everyone as a potential new member. But the more important thing for you all to hear is that when I walked out of the meeting that day, I felt better than ever. This time, I made instant connections with the other students. It felt so good. It felt good to be around people who had similar interests as me, to be welcomed with smiling faces, to be excited about what an organization was doing, and to have taken a forward-looking step towards finding my place at college. And it didn't stop there. In the next few weeks, I'll actually be graduating and leaving the campus that I've come to love so much. As I look back on my time, the greatest memories I had did not happen in the classroom or in the library, and they definitely did not happen when I was hiding in my room that first semester. The greatest memories came from getting involved beyond the classroom. While I started college feeling too timid to step too far out of my room, I graduate college having served one year as the vice president for our chapter of the National Residence Hall Honorary, one year as a senator for student government, two years as a community advisor in the residence halls, and three years as a member and secretary of student ambassadors. I'm leaving college proud that I stepped out of my comfort zone and got through the fear and self-doubt. I'm leaving college knowing that I'm a stronger and different person than when I was when I started. I hope the same happens for you. Wow, Emily, that story was really amazing. Thanks, Monty. Okay, if you're not yet convinced about getting involved, we're going to do one last thing in this episode. Recently, some of our producers spent an evening with the students who run the campus newspaper at Minnesota State University, Mankato. It's just one example of what's probably happening in organizations all around your campus, from your multicultural center to your student event planning team. Let's go inside and see what's happening. Try that one. This one? There you go. Perfect. MSU reporter, how can I help you? Okay. My role is the sports editor here. I'm the footy editor. I'm a staff writer for the news section. I am the arts and entertainment editor. Currently, I am the news editor. Next year, I will be the editor-in-chief. My first two years of being in college, I didn't really have like a lot of friends. Um, I had friends back home who I'd go home like every weekend to see, but I didn't have friends in school. I just kind of had a boyfriend and then his friends, and that was it. I was just focusing, I think, too much on like trying to live that traditional college life, but I felt like I wasn't growing at all. So after my freshman year, I decided I want to write for something. So I decided this would be the place that I'd write for. And I hated it at first because I didn't know how to write for 
a newspaper and I don't know I, I, I'm pretty awkward like around people when I first meet them so it was it was um, a little scary classes are important they teach you the tools you need but I think the reporter gave me an opportunity to use those tools I was just gonna ask if they do end up using the photos that you've worked with mm -hmm. how does that feel to see your work in the paper one day like that um, I just saw my pictures on the front page. I was like, whoa. And I, I still have that newspaper up to today. And I'm definitely keeping it for years to come. It's made me feel like I kind of have a family. Like, I come in and I know that I get the support that I need. You know, the other editors and staff writers, we're all, we can all sit in here and banter. We can help each other with homework. Some of us are taking the same classes. And we can kind of chill and hang out and just, I don't know. It's just, it's really fulfilling to know that I have people here for me. It's in, a, it's in a sense like being a part of something bigger than yourself and just cooperating with a group of people to create something big or something that can impact people. It sounds like you found your place yeah. in, on campus and in the community. What advice would you give to a student who is maybe hasn't found their place yet? Oh my gosh, uh, try. Like just, you know, even if you don't know what you like, try to go to organizations and see what they offer. And if it sounds maybe like you want to do that, try to get involved, ask them, um, read the newspaper and see what events are going on. We write a lot of previews of things that will be happening just trying those things out. Maybe you don't like all of them and maybe you don't like any of them, but I would say if you still really don't know where you belong, you should just you just have to keep trying because it's hard and it might seem kind of grueling and and you could give up, but that it's there for you somewhere. Sure, not everyone has the time to get involved on in campus, but even if it's just attending a campus speaker and event, a play, a club meeting, you're turning the college experience into something more. More of what college can be, and maybe even what it should be. So, what's next? We're going to build on this topic and start thinking about how you turn college spaces into your spaces, making college a place for you, where you belong. And remember to subscribe to us on iTunes or follow us on SoundCloud. Agreed. We'll see you all here next time. Mm -hmm.